When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. We dive into stories of true crime from unsolved cold cases to historic kidnapping to gangsters and beyond. We are your source for true crime. We thank you for listening. The scam is one of the most infamous fraud cases in the history of the United States lottery system, unraveling a complex web of deceit that spanned several years in multiple states. This scandal not only exposed significant vulnerabilities in the lottery industry, but also led to widespread reforms and lottery security measures. In today's episode, we're going to dive into the intricacies of the scam, the investigation that led to Tipton's downfall, and the aftermath of his criminal activities. The beginning of the Eddie Tipton lottery scam story is rooted in a blend of expertise, opportunity, and the eventual exploitation of trust. Eddie Tipton's journey from a trusted employee to the mastermind behind one of the most elaborate lottery frauds in history is a tale of how technological savvy, when coupled with access to critical systems, can lead to unprecedented criminal activity. This expansion delves deep into Tipton's background, his role within the Multi-State Lottery Association, and the initial steps that set the stage for his fraudulent activities. Eddie Tipton's expertise in computer science and his deep understanding of information security were the foundations of his career. Before his involvement in the lottery, uh, lottery scam, Tipton was regarded as a competent and skilled professional. His career trajectory eventually led him to the Multi-State Lottery Association, an organization that plays a pivotal role in the operation of multi-jurisdictional lottery games across the United States, including the widely pop- popular Powerball and Mega Million games. Tipton was entrusted with the security of the very systems that would become his tools for fraud. As the information security director, he was responsible for protecting the integrity of the lottery's drawing systems, a role that required an impeccable level of trust and ethical standards. The position of trust was crucial in the unfolding of the scam. Tipton's intimate knowledge of the lottery's internal systems, combined with his technical prowess, provided him with the unique opportunity to manipulate the system from within. The lottery's reliance on computerized random number generators for drawing winning numbers was a critical vulnerability that Tipton was uniquely, or, <clears throat> excuse me, was uniquely positioned to exploit. These machines, designed to ensure the fairness and unpredictability of lottery outcomes, became the focus of his scheme. The initial step in Tipton's plan involved the insertion of a malicious code into the lottery's random number generation software. 
This code was crafted to be both unobtrusive and effective. A digital needle in a haystack that would not be uncovered until years after its deployment. The root kit, as it is technically known, allowed Tipton to predict the winning numbers of lottery draws, but only under very specific conditions. This limitation was by design. The predictability was restricted to certain days of the year and certain games. A precaution intended to minimize the chances of detection. The sophistication of Tipton's scheme was not just in the technical manipulation of the lottery system, but also in his understanding of the human and procedural elements of the lottery security measures. He knew that Direct involvement in claiming a lottery prize would lead to immediate suspicion. As such, he devised a plan to have acquaintances purchase the winning tickets and claim the prizes on his behalf. This indirect approach to claiming the winnings was a calculated move to obscure his involvement and to navigate around the legal and ethical barriers that prohibited lottery employees and their immediate family members from participating in the lottery draws. The fraud's inception was marked by careful planning and a deep understanding of both the technical and operational aspects of the lottery system. Tipton's ability to bridge his advanced technical skills with a calculated approach to exploiting procedural vulnerabilities set the stage for one of the most intricate and prolonged instances of lottery fraud. His initial steps in the world of lottery manipulation were characterized by a false sense of security and his ability to control the outcome without detection. Underestimating the eventual vigilance of the lottery system's safeguards and the determination of investigators to uncover the truth. The beginning phase of Eddie Tipton's activities underscores a crucial lesson about the intersection of technology, trust, and security. It highlights not only the capabilities of an individual with malicious intent, but also the vulnerabilities inherent in systems that while designed for fairness and integrity, are not immune to the ingenuity of those determined to subvert them for personal gain. Like we've kind of hinted at before, the scheme orchestrated by Eddie Tipton within the MUSL was not merely a one-time act of fraud, but a meticulously planned series of manipulations that spanned several years and crossed state lines. This expansion delves into the complexities of Tipton's scheme, illustrating the depth of his deceit, and the lengths to which he went to secure lottery winnings unlawfully. At the heart of Tipton's fraudulent activities was his manipulation of the lottery's random number generation system. He leveraged his position and technical expertise to insert, insert the sophisticated piece of code into the software that governed how winning numbers were selected. Like we mentioned, the code would only operate on certain days and certain uh, times of the year, and only if the draw met certain other conditions, such as time of day, time of the week. On these days, the supposedly random outcome of the lottery draws could be predicted by Tipton, giving him and his accomplices an unfair advantage that essentially guaranteed a win. The audacity of Tipton's scheme was matched only by its... <clears throat> Excuse me. It's only matched by its uh, ingenuity. The malicious code was engineered to be self-deleting, erasing any trace of tampering after the draw. This level of sophistication ensured that the manipulation went undetected for years, allowing Tipton and his network to claim significant prizes across different states without raising immediate suspicion. The execution of this plan required not just advanced technical skills, but a deep understanding of the lottery's system's operational protocols and security measures. Tipton exploited his insider knowledge to ensure that the conditions for the code's activation were met manipulating the system from the inside without leaving any sign of interference. 
think we mentioned uh, to circumvent these legal and ethical barriers, he enlisted his friends and families to claim the prizes on his behalf. This aspect of the scheme involved careful coordination and planning. He, uh, Tipton, would inform his accomplices of the winning numbers ahead of the draws, directing them to purchase tickets at specific locations and times to ensure the winning tickets could be tracked back to the rigged draws. These accomplices included his brothers Tommy and friend Robert Rhodes, who played crucial roles in the scheme, acting as the faces of the winning tickets, while maintaining a veil of separation between the wins and Eddie himself. The network of accomplices was pivotal to the success of the scam. By distributing the task of purchasing and claiming tickets, Tipton minimized the risk of detection. Each accomplice was carefully chosen for their trustworthiness and their willingness to partake in the scam, ensuring that the profits could be shared among a small group without attracting undue attention. The winnings were often claimed through complex legal arrangements, including trusts and limited liability companies to further obscure the true beneficiaries of the fraudulent wins. The scheme's complexities extended beyond the technical manipulation of lottery draws. It was a comprehensive plan that involved social engineering, legal maneuvering, and an intricate understanding of the lottery's administrative and security protocols. Tipton's fraud was a testament to the dangerous potential of combining technical expertise with insider knowledge, highlighting a profound breach of trust and a flagrant abuse of power. Despite the ingenuity of Tipton's scheme, it was not infallible. The initial unraveling began with suspicions around a claimed jackpot that led to a deeper investigation, eventually exposing the breadth of Tipton's manipulations. The discovery of the scam shocked the lottery industry, prompting a re-evaluation of security measures and the implementation of stricter controls to prevent such a sophisticated fraud from happening again. And now we're going to actually talk about the discovery. The discovery of Eddie Tipton's lottery scam, which would later unravel as one of the most sophisticated and audacious frauds in history of American lotteries, reads like a detective story, marked by an unusual claim attempt that set off alarm bells and led to an intensive investigation. This section delves into the intricate details of how Tipton's scheme was eventually uncovered, highlighting the pivotal moments and investigative efforts that led to his downfall. The unraveling of the scam began with a seemingly unrelated event, an attempt to claim a 16.5 million hot lotto jackpot in December 2010. The claim was made in an unusual manner that deviated from typical lottery winning claims. A New York lawyer presented the winning ticket on behalf of a Belize-based trust, refusing to disclose the identity of the ticket purchaser, citing client confidentiality. The, the anonymous request was highly unusual for lottery claims and immediately when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply raised suspicions among lottery officials. The Iowa Lottery, which oversees the hot lotto game, has rules requiring winners to be publicly identified to ensure transparency and trust in the lottery process. The refusal to identify the ticket holder not only contravened these rules, but also suggested there might be something more nefarious at play. Peculiar circumstances surrounding the claim prompted lottery officials to launch a thorough investigation. The inquiry involved collaboration with law enforcement agencies, including the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation and the Attorney General's Office. 
Investigators began by scrutinizing their surveillance footage from the Quick Trip convenience store in Des Moines, where the winning ticket was purchased. This was a pivotal moment in the investigation as it led to the first significant breakthrough, the identification of Eddie Tipton, the MUSL's information security director, as the individual who purchased the winning ticket. Tipton's appearance on the surveillance video was damning evidence as it directly contravened the rules and regulations that prohibited lottery employees and their immediate family members from participating in the lottery, let alone claiming a prize. The discovery was shocking for several reasons. First, it implicated a high-ranking lottery official on a potential act of fraud. Second, it suggested that the security measures in place to prevent such insider manipulation could be circumvented by those with the right knowledge and access. Following this revelation, the investigation intensified. Investigators delved deep in the Tipton's background, uncovering his expertise in computer science and his access to the secure computer systems that generated the winning numbers for the lottery draws. This raised the possibility that Tipton could have manipulated the lottery's outcome to his advantage. The big breakthrough came when forensic analysis of the computer systems revealed unauthorized code to predict the winning numbers under specific conditions. This was the smoking gun that linked Tipton to the fraudulent manipulation of lottery draws across multiple states. Further investigation revealed a pattern of winning tickets connected to Tipton and his associates, including his brother Tommy and his friend Robert, who were found to have claimed prizes under suspicious circumstances. The discovery phase of the Eddie Tipton lottery scam was marked by diligent investigative work, leveraging technology, surveillance, and forensic analysis to piece together the evidence which we're now going to discuss that investigation. The investigation into Eddie Tipton's lottery scam unfolded with the meticulousness of a high-stakes thriller, evolving from initial suspicions into a comprehensive probe that spanned several states and implicated multiple individuals. As the inquiry deepened, it revealed a network of deceit that extended far beyond a single dubious lottery claim. This segment explores the expansive investigative efforts that ultimately exposed the full extent of Tipton's fraudulent activities. Following the discovery that Tipton, the information security director, had personally purchased a winning lottery ticket, which is a violation of the association's ethical guidelines, investigators were propelled into action. This breach of protocol was just the tip of the iceberg, leading law enforcement and lottery officials on a journey that would uncover a sophisticated scheme to manipulate lottery draws for personal gain. The investigation's scope expanded rapidly as detectives and forensic analysts began to piece together the intricate puzzle of Tipton's scam. Central to their efforts was a detailed examination of the computer systems. Forensic experts conducted a thorough analysis of the software used to generate random lottery numbers, which is when they uncovered the malicious code that Tipton inserted to predict winning lottery numbers. This code was designed to be undetectable and self uh, excuse me, self-deleting, and was a masterpiece of deception, revealing the depth of Tipton's technical acumen and his audacity. As investigators delved deeper, they uncovered a pattern of winnings linked link to Tipton and his associates that spanned across several states, including Colorado, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, and Kansas. Each case followed a similar MO. The winning tickets were purchased under conditions and allowed Tipton's rigged code to predict the winning numbers. These discoveries necessitated a multi-jurisdictional investigation involving state lottery commissions, the FBI, and the Department of Justice, highlighting the scam's complexity and the challenge of coordinating across different legal and regulatory frameworks. A pivotal moment 
any investigation came with the analysis of phone records and financial transactions. This scrutiny provided the connective tissue linking Tipton to his accomplices, revealing a network of individuals who had conspired to claim and launder the proceeds of fraudulent lottery winnings. Tipton's brother, Tommy, and his friend, Robert, were identified as key players in the scheme, acting as the faces behind the claims of several large jackpots. The investigative team faced significant challenges in piecing together the scam's mechanics. Tipton's manipulation of lottery draws were unprecedented, unprecedented, excuse me, requiring investigators to become versed in complex computer science concepts and inner workings of lottery systems. Interviews with uh, MUSL employees, analysis of Tipton's work computers, and collaboration with cybersecurity experts were crucial in understanding how the scam was perpetrated and in gathering evidence for prosecution. The culmination of the investigation was marked by a series of arrests and legal battles. Eddie Tipton was eventually convicted of fraud, with his confessions and subsequent trial revealing the extent of his manipulations, which we're now going to discuss the lengthy trial and conviction of Eddie. The trial and conviction of Eddie Tipton was the mastermind behind, like we said, one of the most notorious lottery scams in history marked a significant chapter in the annals of American criminal justice. This saga of deceit, which spanned nearly a decade, culminated in a series of court proceedings that revealed the intricacies of Tipton's elaborate scheme to manipulate lottery drawings across multiple states. The legal battles that ensued not only brought Tipton and his accomplices to justice, but also highlighted the vulnerabilities within the lottery system and the complexities involved in prosecuting cases of white-collar crime, such as this scam. Eddie was initially arrested in January 2015 after investigators linked him to the attempted claim of the 16.5 million hot lotto jackpot in Iowa. This arrest set the stage for a legal showdown that would captivate public attention and test the mettle of the American legal system in addressing sophisticated fraud. Tipton faced charges of fraud and later ongoing criminal conduct as the scope of his manipulation began fully apparent to prosecutors. The trial proceedings were as complex as the scam itself. Prosecutors presented a mound of evidence, including forensic analysis of the lottery's computer systems, surveillance footage from the convenience store where the ticket was purchased, and detailed phone and financial records that traced the connections between Tipton, his brother, Tommy, and his friend, Robert. The evidence painted a damning picture of a premeditated plot to undermine the integrity of the lottery. Central to the prosecution's case was the demonstration of how Tipton had exploited his position and technical expertise to insert malicious code into the lottery system. This code enabled him to predict winning numbers for certain draws, a manipulation that fundamentally compromised the lottery's claim to randomness and fairness. The prosecution had to painstakingly explain the technical aspects of Tipton's scheme to the jury, making the complex world of computer programming and cybersecurity a crucial battleground in the courtroom. The defense, on the, other, on the other side, sought to cast doubt on the evidence of the extent of Tipton's involvement. They argued that the prosecution's case was circumstantial and that the forensic evidence linking Tipton to the tampered computer systems was not definitive. The defense also highlighted the lack of direct evidence that Tipton personally benefited from the winnings, suggesting that the real perpetrators could still be at large. Despite these challenges, the jury found Tipton guilty of fraud, delivering a verdict that underscored the seriousness with, with which the justice system viewed his breach of trust. The sentencing phase brought its own dramas. Tipton faced the possibility of decades in prison for his crimes. In a moment of high court 
courtroom emotion, Tipton addressed the court, expressing remorse for his actions and acknowledging the harm he had caused to the reputation in the lottery and the trust of the public. In 2017, Eddie Tipton was sentenced to up to 25 years in prison, a landmark decision that marked the end of a long and tortuous legal journey. His brother Tommy and accomplice Robert also faced legal repercussions, receiving their own sentences for their role in the scam. The legacy of the Tipton scandal is a lottery system that is more secure, more transparent, and better equipped to defend against both internal and external threats. These reforms have been instrumental in rebuilding trust with the public, ensuring that the lottery remains a source of entertainment and, for the lucky few, a life-changing win. The scandal served as a pivotal learning moment for the industry, highlighting the need for constant vigilance and adaptation in the face of evolving technological challenges. So before we go, let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. What did you think about this case? And of course, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up if you like our video. Comment down below. And if you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNS. Or you can call the show at 682-305-0483 and leave us a voicemail giving us your thoughts on the topics we've covered. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll you have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps podcast and on Twitter at True Crime NS. And follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNN or become a patron at patreon.com slash True Crime Never Sleep.